Welcome to episode 100 of Southern Gospel Now, your weekly look inside the artist and songs in Southern Gospel music. I'm Greg Goodman. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by SouthernGospelPrizes.com. Southern Gospel Prizes for Southern Gospel fans. SouthernGospelPrizes.com. We start this week with an announcement from a legend in Southern Gospel music. Ed O'Neill announced Tuesday the retirement of the name of the Dixie Melody Boys. Mr. O'Neill has been a part of the fabric of Southern Gospel music for over 60 years. He was inducted into the Southern Gospel Music Hall of Fame in 2004 and has won the prestigious Marvin Norcross Award. He says, quote, the past several years have been very challenging. I appreciate the promoters and pastors who have supported the Dixie Melody Boys, especially over the last few years. And I commend the guys who have worked really hard to keep the legacy of the Dixie Melody Boys alive. They have represented Ed O'Neill and the Dixie Melody Boys with class, and I appreciate that. But after a very deliberate, thoughtful, and prayerful period of time, I feel the best thing to honor the heritage of the quartet is to retire the name, end quote. Mr. O'Neill is 86 and cites health as the primary reason for his decision. Southern Gospel fans won't soon forget Ed O'Neill and the Dixie Melody Boys. Legacy 5 just announced that Brian Walker has departed the group. Brian spent four years in the baritone position. He's coming off the road to be able to spend more time with his family. In an earlier interview, Brian talked about how important family time was to him. I've gotten to do a lot of activities at home that maybe I wouldn't have done before. I'm getting to put my kids to bed every night, which is a joy and can be a challenge <laughs> as well. And my, my baby girl, Bryson, she is growing. I've gotten to be home and see all of that new growth in her every single day. Quality time at home with my family. Legacy 5 is currently accepting resumes for the baritone position. Pat Barker from The Guardians offers us a health update on Dean Hickman of the group. Dean's doing great. He just had his final surgery, Lord willing. They found no more cancer. That is a praise the Lord report. So we're thrilled. Uh, Dean will be back with us whenever he fills up to it. Uh, he's not looking to go full time, but he is looking to come out and say hey to the folks whenever it's possible. So be looking for Dean Hickman coming up. You can give him a praise the Lord right along with all of us. Uh, he has been blessed indeed. We continue to pray for Dean and to wish the guardians our best. We went on daylight saving time recently. Joseph Habitank gives us his thoughts on the time change. So, yeah, I'm definitely one of those people that likes the extra daylight. I, um, you know, like most gospel singers, I tend to sleep um, a lot later than I probably should. My body is used to those concert hours, but a lot of people don't realize after a concert, I usually have to drive. I do all the driving myself. So... I'm up very late driving into sometimes the early morning to get to the next stop. And then I sleep in. Um, so when it starts getting darker earlier, it becomes a bit of a challenge because uh, you don't get as many hours of daylight as a normal person. So I'm definitely looking forward to the time change, the extra hour of sunlight, and um, it's going to be awesome. Here's a bit of Southern Gospel trivia for you to ponder. What year did Goodman Revival win the Singing News Fan Award for Favorite New Artist? Think about that, and I'll give you the answer later in our broadcast. The Lefebvre Quartet recently put up a Facebook post saying that they have some big news coming March 20th. They say stay tuned for more details. 
The current hit for the Steels is a hundred different altars. Brad Steele talks about the subject matter of the song. You know, I love that in this song we're able to talk about so many different people and so many different issues, so many different topics. You know, in a three and a half minute song, we're able to hit on addiction, loneliness, the stress of being a single mother, and you know, the regrets of uh, mistakes you've made in the past. The latest song for Wilburn and Wilburn is He Could Love What Was Left of Me. Gerald Crabb wrote the song and gives us the story behind it. It really told how I felt. 30-some years ago, I was uh, away from God, and my life was a wreck. And when I came back to him, he accepted me, and he loved what was left of me. It, it's a powerful song. I recorded it on a you know, just a songwriter album, and I'll tell you how Jonathan heard it. I was doing a concert for him at his hometown, his hometown singing that he does, and I was doing a mic check, and I sang that song, and he, him and his brother, his brother was there, and they just loved that song, so uh, I pitched it to him. It was probably two or three years later that he recorded it. The Sound was recently in the studio doing some work for Jeff and Sherry Easter. Levi Mills explains. Recording music and vocals for another artist is an interesting experience because it allows you to do things that you wouldn't normally get a chance to do. For instance, you're going to record in a way that suits that artist, that style, and that song. And that's what we were able to do with Jeff and Sherry Easter's one name. You know, we talked with Sherry about that song before we recorded it and the type of background vocals that she was looking for and that Jeff was looking for. And we just had a great time going over to the studio and recording all of that and really making something special. That song from Jeff and Sherry Easter with the sound is called One Name. Pastor Bill Bailey is known as one of the top promoters in Southern Gospel music. He tells us a great concert story. I recently had a concert with the Booth Brothers and the Sound at a large Baptist church north of Orlando. This is a venue that we work a few times each year during the winter season. And this year was especially gratifying as we were setting up the senior pastor came over to say hello, and he shared with me that at one of our concerts last year, a family came, and they came back after the concert to visit the church. They made a notation on their first-time Connect card that they had went to the concert and decided to try the church out. Well, from that point onward, they've been coming for over a year. They went through the new membership class. They're now serving in the church. And it's pretty crazy because this particular family drives 45 minutes every Sunday, one way, just to attend this church. The pastor told me, he said, it's one of the neatest testimonies of having these concerts. He said, we don't really promote these concerts and have you in to attract new members to the church. We really just do it as a ministry to the community at large. But one of the byproducts and testimonies is the new people that have come to the church and visited as a direct result of the concert. That pastor may not have known it, but he made my night that night by sharing that testimony with me. Great story. All right, let's circle back to our trivia question. What year did Goodman Revival win the Singing Muse Fan Award for Favorite New Group? The year was 2016. Southern Gospel Trivia is powered by Murray's Expanded Encyclopedia of Southern Gospel Music. 
Taking a look at the Power 50 weekly chart, Tribute Quartet is at number one this week with Halfway Up the Mountain. Well, that's our program for this week. If you missed any of the other 99 episodes of the show, they are available wherever you find podcasts or at southerngospelnow.com. Southern Gospel Now is brought to you by southerngospelprizes.com. I'm Greg Goodman. Thanks for listening. Remember to love your neighbor, and I'll see you next week for another edition of Southern Gospel Now.